Equality of educational opportunity has long been a stated goal of education in this province. The polka dot door, the polka dot door, let's peep through the polka dot door. Good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome once again to Saturday Night at the Movies. My name is Elwi Yost. Today's special, shout it loud and clear, today's special. If you're a longtime viewer of TVO, then you probably remember the TVO pledge drives, which sounded a bit like this. And let's see how those pledges are coming in. What, how, what's happening, Joanne? Well, Lynn, hi, everyone. I'm Joanne Swade from TV Ontario's Marketing and Development Department. You know, Lynn and Ted, calls are coming in from TV Ontario fans all across our viewing area, from Kenora to Cornwall to Cheektowaga. Basically, TVO showed a bunch of great content and in between, you'd be taken to a room full of people, busy on the phones, accepting pledges for money. Lots of noise, lots of chaos, and hopefully lots of money. Of course, it's not just TVO who does this. For decades, pledge drives have been a staple of public broadcasting. So today, we're going to take you behind the scenes of what it's like to host one of these and look at why they are so important to the ongoing operation. When did you start at TVO? <laughs> I know 1992. Okay, so you're two years after me. Interesting. Okay, I thought for some reason you were right on the heels of when I started. For some reason. Hmm. But uh, you started in 1990. Yeah. Are you uh, kidding? Thirty October, years ago. October 1990. Yeah, and I've and I've I left June. My last day was June 22nd, 2007. So it's been 13 years away, and it's weird. You know, it's it feels like 13 years. Do you know what? I, I know you. And what were you, 12 when you started there? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wide-eyed and innocent. I will, uh, I, I will admit to that. <laughs> well, let's, okay, let's, let's formally introduce you. We're talking okay. to Joanne Swade, who's the Associate Director of Advancement Services at Algonquin College in Ottawa, but who once upon a time became a bit of an overnight star when she hosted the Pledge Breaks at TVO. And what year, when did you actually start doing those on-camera Pledge Breaks? February 1993. Feb 93. And yeah. how did it happen that you had been, I mean, that was not your normal job, right? You were doing another job there at the time. That's right. I started at uh, TVO in 1990. I was hired as a bilingual sales secretary, and I gradually became um, a staff person who reported to Cindy Galbraith, who was the manager. We just hit it off really well. And um, I found out about these on-air pledge drives and they needed volunteers. Now, you have to understand, my having been hired at TVO in television, this was a dream of mine. It was either movies or television. That's That was my ultimate dream. And so getting this position was my dream. So knowing that there were studios, cameras, lights, action, um, and an on-air pledge drive where they reached out for volunteers to answer the phones when people called in to give money, that's how it all started. So, oh, so I, you started just answering the phones in the background. Yeah. I, I, so who made the decision to actually put you on camera? Um, I don't really know how it happened. All I know is somebody came up to me. I was in my little cubicle area just outside Cindy's office. And they said, you know what? People have been talking and they think you would be good doing some on-air pitches with the pledge drive. 
And well, I they went, were right. Oh. And it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty funny how it kind of organically happened that way. Um, I was in the studio. I was talking to this crew, finding out how they did things. You know, I was, I was inquisitive. So, um, and of course, I'd see myself on camera. You know, at the very end, they do a close up on me. I'm like, oh my god, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, uh, yeah, that's how it kind of started. And then, yeah, they approached me and they said, we think you'd be good. And uh, so that's how it started. Now, let's check in on the action at the phone center. Joanne? Hello, Ted. I'm glad to report that calls are coming in from across TV Ontario's viewing area in support of our top-notch educational television. Yeah, you should describe how it went because, you know, we haven't done pledge drives in a long time. And, you know, you used to get on camera. And I guess, was there a teleprompter you read with a script on it? That's right. So there were actually two studios, in fact. There was the studio where the agenda... Mm-hmm. Um, that their studio, which was huge, they built it up into um, a bank of phones in the background and the the pledge talent, I guess you would say, uh, in the front, asking people to call in. But they also had a mini studio up on the fifth floor in the boardroom. And they had another bank of phones there, one camera and a lowly little on-air person who had a little earbud in her or his ear ready to hear from the director to say, okay, in five, four, three, two, one, you're on. Teleprompter was there with my name in big, bold letters. And I read off the teleprompter. And we always had um, a practice break before we went live. So we went through the entire break prior to actually going live with the same break. Was this the first time you were ever on camera? Yeah, and I think you introduced me. Yeah, they used to make me do those from time to time, so that sounds right. But I think you actually introduced me for the very first time on air. In the same studio? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was, but I was I, upstairs. Hmm. I was upstairs. Uh, okay, so we were in we were in separate studios, but I th- I think that's right. I introduced you, you and I me. threw it to you. That's yeah. right. And then you were off to the races. Mm-hmm. Well, from one star, Mrs. Cunningham, to another star, Joanne Swid, who's upstairs checking things up on the fifth floor. How's it going up there? Well, Steve, as you can see from the action around me here in the phone center, pledges of support for TV Ontario's programming are coming in from all across our viewing area. I- I'll tell you, Joanne, I remember your first hit because later that it was either later that night or the next morning peter herndorf who was the chair and ceo of tvo at the time came to me and said i think we have found the newest star for tv ontario and he was talking about you you were you nervous at all about doing on camera for the first time ever I think it was an excited nervous. It wasn't a scared, oh my God, what am I doing nervous? Because it's just going to sound strange. I love reading out loud. In school, I loved reading out loud. So having a teleprompter in front of me to read, who? what's the problem? There was no problem because I love doing it. Um, so I was... I was nervous, but it was an excited nervous. And I and I had just a camera and my volunteers, the volunteers in the background. So for me, I didn't feel like I was actually speaking to however many people I was speaking to. I really didn't. It didn't feel that way. It felt more intimate, like I was speaking to one person maybe. So I no, I wasn't nervous. I was excited. And I'd done all those school plays in high school. So oh, okay. that to okay. me, you know, that's why this was sort of a dream for me. So mm, 
Not so much. I think I was nervous, probably in my voice. It probably sounded like was. I looked no, like a deer no, caught in headlights. No, I'm absolutely wrong. No, you're wrong. I mean, that's what Peter, that's what people saw, and that's what Peter Herndorf picked up on, was the fact that with, with virtually no experience on camera at all, you got out there and you came across as so warm and so genuine, and a, of course, a, a young, fresh face. And, and that was important because obviously, I mean, we needed, in order to keep the lights on, we needed to raise money. And the way to raise money, in part, was to, you know, was to have a very sincere person ask people to help support the work that we were doing. Do you, do you have any clue how much money you help raise over the years? Actually, no, that's a good question, and I have no idea, none whatsoever. But I do know we had our 30-day uh, nonstop pledge drive where we, our goal was to raise a million dollars, and we did. And you hit it. And that was just in 30 days over one year. That's correct, yeah. Holy cow. And yeah. how many years did you end up doing it for? I started in 93 and I finished in 2007. So that would give you the numbers. Wow. And I, wow. I, I, yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was exciting because we did pledge drives twice a year and they lasted about a couple of weeks each, each pledge drive. Let me just say this one thing. When you asked if I was nervous, I'll tell you when I got nervous. I got nervous when somebody called in sick and couldn't be in the main studio. Keep in mind, they're always having me on air, but upstairs on the fifth floor boardroom in the smaller room. But when they said, Joanne, someone's sick and can't do the pledge drive tonight, could you take their place in the main studio? That's when my <laughs> jaw dropped. And With I went, all the oh. action in the background and all of that. <laughs> yeah. And I went, okay, sure. And in my <laughs> skirt, the hem on my skirt is coming down, so they had to get gaffer tape. To, to, to tape up my hem so it wouldn't show on camera. It was just hilarious. <laughs> but I do remember that. Huh. Now, did you ever get recognized, for example, when you'd be walking down the street or on the subway? or uh, You know, because after a time, you were on the air a heck of a lot. Yes, I did get recognized. And what was that like? Um, it uh, often started with, you look familiar. And I'm like, no, I've never met you. Uh, no, no, I know you from somewhere. I know you from somewhere. And, and I, I always felt embarrassed because I wondered if there were a TVO viewer. So I'd say, well, let me ask you something. Do you watch TVO? Because I was curious, are they a viewer? And they'd say, oh, you're the pledge drive lady. And that's how they, <laughs> that would come out. And when I moved to Ottawa, where I live now, I, I did get it in my first year or two. In fact, my landlady's uh, friend pointed out to her, oh, my gosh, you know who you're renting to? You're renting to the on-air pledge drive person at TVO. She's a celebrity. <laughs> so it's <was> quite funny. <laughs> well, you know, of course, PBS had been doing pledge drives for a very, very long time, much before we started. And there was a woman there named Goldie who literally became sort of a superstar because she had that kind of sincere ability, as did you, uh, to connect with people and make them want to dig into their pockets to, to support the place. And I, I guess we should remind everybody, I mean, your job wasn't just to raise money, but it was to get as many people as possible to give regardless of how much, because I guess part of the mission was to be able to demonstrate to Queen's Park, look how valuable we are to Ontario. Uh, it, it, you know, people pay for us through their taxes already, but look at these tens of thousands of more people who are prepared to dig into their pockets and support us because of the work we do. Did you feel the, the weight of that on your shoulders when you did this? 
Um, I don't think I did because I did see the numbers and we did in fact have a great following. A lot of members, as we call them, not donors, they were members and we, we had up up and above of 80,000. Um, so for me, it was it was a little bit of pressure, but not as much as it was for my manager. Um, who I reported to, they really had the the pressure on their shoulders to bring in the revenue in any way possible, whether it be on air, direct mail, online, and so on and so forth, or by phone. So that um, that pressure for me, I didn't feel it. And don't forget, I, I well, you you wouldn't know this, but for the longest time, I didn't officially work in the membership department. I still was working in sales and licensing and doing this <laughs> all as a volunteer. I I was just going to ask you, did they pay you? They did not pay you extra to do this. Even though you were bringing in millions of dollars, they didn't pay you extra. You should (laughs) have negotiated a piece of the action, Joanne. You know what? My pay was was doing something I loved, right? Love what you do. And I really did truly love it. And I believed in the mission of TVO. That, That was the real key there. And I think that's why I was so sincere, because I truly believed in the programming that we were delivering was educational and great for the province of Ontario. And I still do to this day. I think it's it's a great public service that TVO provides. And, uh, you know, having you there still um, holding down the ship is, I think it's fabulous. And I really, I believe in the place. This is the career highlight for me was TVO. And I met so many wonderful, talented people there. So the sincerity was easy. It, it wasn't a stress. It wasn't a stretch. It wasn't anything uh, in terms of effort. It was it was easy, and I loved it. Hmm. Yeah. Do you miss being on air? I I miss being on air for the cause because that's that was my place, and that's where I feel most comfortable is if I need to be on air to help push for a cause and encourage people to donate. As you know, I'm still in fundraising, fundraising for Algonquin College, but um, it has to be a cause that I really believe in. And TVO, I was passionate about TVO because it was television and I'm a television junkie. So (laughs) for me, how could you not give to a station and support what it's doing? So, well, yeah. I can imagine people listening to this right now saying, well, if you loved it so much, why did you leave? Um, I think everyone for their career, they change is good uh, to stretch the muscles. And I just felt it was my time. I had done what I needed to do and I wanted to do more. And again, I was approached by an outside charity, which was the Alzheimer's Society. Um, asking me to fundraise for them. And I had so many of my friends who were struggling with that uh, disease where their family members were concerned. And I thought, you know, I've done what I needed to do at TVO. It'll always be in my heart, heart and soul. I would come back in a heartbeat if they wanted me to volunteer uh, to help them raise uh, dough. I would do it again as a volunteer for sure. Um, but for me, in terms of fundraising, I have to believe in the cause and really be passionate about it. So that was easy with TVO. I think that's that's my answer. That's brilliant. <laughs> you know, uh, as famous as you got doing that job, and I should ask you this before we wrap up, you're actually not the most famous person in your family. You know that, right? 
<laughs> you always bring this up. My, <laughs> well, well uh, actually, uh, let, let's be careful there because I do have a, a published author in my family, and it's my dear old sister, Carolyn Marie Swade, and she's published eight, um, eight books, and she's got another one um, coming out soon. Um, That's amazingly yes. prolific, but with all due respect, <laughs> your sister is not as famous as Ralph Nader, who is your uncle. Uh, yeah, he's my cousin, actually. Cousin, cousin once sorry. removed, as you had so uh, you had uh, told me, because I wasn't up on all the relatives and and how you you know name them, and you were the one to say, "Oh, he's your cousin once removed." And I said, "Yes." So yes, he's he's my uh, he's my cousin. He's in our family. Well, I just saw him a couple of years ago at a family reunion. So we're in touch all all the time. Well, that's Joanne Swade from Algonquin College in Ottawa, and once upon a time, the face of TVO's fundraising efforts. Joanne, thanks for everything, and it's been such a pleasure to talk to you again. My pleasure, my friend, Steve. Stay safe. Yeah, as my dad likes to say, stay positive, test negative. (laughs) That's great. I'm going to keep that one. Thank you. (laughs) All good wishes. Take care. A quick reminder that TVO is returning to its roots and hosting a telethon on October 17th and 18th, 2020. It's a weekend-long celebration of all the things that make TVO special, and we hope you'll join us. This episode of TVO at 50 was produced by Matthew O'Mara and Katie O'Connor, with editing by Matthew as well. Research help from Kate Petch and Carol Elder. Our production support coordinators are Jonathan Hallowell and Nikki Ashworth. You want to share some of your TVO memories? What does TVO mean to you? Record yourself on your phone or your computer and email the audio to us using the email tvo at 50 at tvo.org. That's TVO, A-T, and the numbers 50 at tvo.org. And we'll play these on future episodes. Next time on the podcast... When English people didn't know who I was, you know, and I'd say, oh, I'm Giselle and I'm from Panorama, TFO. And they're like, hmm, what's that? I don't know. I would just say, well, I'm the French Steve Pakin. Are you kidding? And then they figured it out. Yeah, no, I always did that. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you you never said, I'm the English Giselle Kenville. (laughs) Only in Hawkesbury and Sudbury. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Steve Pakin. Bye-bye.